Hello everyone and welcome to yet another episode of Comment Section where we're yet again going to bring up news that we care about from Comic-Con, San Diego Comic-Con, for yet another episode in our series of episodes about that said event. Oh, so many. <laughs> we have a lot to bring up. It never ends, but it probably is going to end with this episode. So we're going to wrap it up, uh, everything about Comic-Con and, uh, you know... Why don't we get right into the exciting news? Uh, pretty much every single bit of news you talked yes. about so far was about CW, CW. shows. Now we're doing other, other stuff. Yeah, now we've got other stuff. <laughs> All right, so this first one is, you know, we have, we live in a world of so many cinematic universes. We have Marvel, we had DC, which is still kind of a cinematic universe, but not really. Uh, Sony's trying to do a Spider-Man less universe, but you know what came? You know what came before all that in the nineties? What was that? There was the Kevin Smith movie universe. <laughs> oh yeah! And during Comic Con, there was the Jay and Silent Bob reboot trailer. Oh yeah! A remake of two thousand one's Jay and Silent remake. I use air quotes. Yeah. Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Mm -hmm. uh, Jay is now a father, played by Kevin Smith's daughter. <laughs> oh. And th this I thought was really cool. It parodies Batman v Superman. Oh, really? And you know who's playing the Batman-type character? Who? Val Kilmer! <laughs> oh. <laughs> and you know who's playing uh, the Superman character? Uh, Melissa Benoist, Supergirl <laughs> herself. Oh. Are playing those <laughs> characters. And I believe I read that Grant Gustin, the Flash, is making an appearance. Oh. If you saw the trailer, there was one moment which had everyone just be like, what? That's right. The return of Ben Affleck oh to God. a new <laughs> Kevin Smith movie. So, yeah, that's pretty much all I had to say. Wow. Um, I did see a bit about this movie existing and that there's some stuff in Comic-Con. I heard, I saw something of Kevin Smith talking about it, but I didn't pick up. That's a lot of, that's a lot of good, uh roles in that wow um so i, I haven't seen uh jay and silent bob I, i'm not yeah man. Uh -oh. yeah <laughs> yeah but sounds like good stuff though yes uh, i've seen all the previous movies yeah uh, you know, I, we we love a good uh, Batman vs Superman parody on here. Yes, so. <laughs> they're always fun. <laughs> yeah, uh, so that sounds exciting. I'll have to catch Man, up. Yeah, hopefully Ben Affleck appears somewhere in that spot. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. <laughs> um, well, uh, we talked uh, last episode about um, we 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 went over the list, and if you want to hear the full list, as if you probably if you as if you haven't heard it already somewhere, uh, the full list of all of the MCU films that are coming out. And I mentioned that my next couple bits of news gonna have to do with people, directors who have directed uh, MCU films directing new things. Yes. Uh, and this time I uh, am going to. Uh, three different directors I'm going to talk about. Oh. I, last episode. I mentioned that Taika Waititi is going to uh, be involved in the What We Do in the Shadows TV show based on the movie that he, uh, he was a part of. And uh, this time I'm going to just 
the other two directors all in one because it's it's the Russo brothers. Oh, it's, it's, it's just that's that was the that was the tease. I'm done. The best of the MCU directors. Yeah, bold statement. <laughs> I, I I may agree. Um, so uh, oh, I was recently, I was kind of shocked when I, I was I recently uh, started rewatching Community again, and I knew that it was uh, created by Dan Harmon. But at the end of every episode, there's a title card that says Dan Harmon Russo Brothers. <laughs> and apparently the Russo Brothers were involved in the production of Community and have directed episodes of yeah. it in the first season. I did not know that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I guess at the time that that show started in my rewatches, I didn't know who the Russo Brothers were, <laughs> so it meant nothing to me. But this rewatch, I was like, what? <laughs> How's that possible? Did someone go back yeah. and edit this? I really thought what it was, was a... that. No. Stop. <laughs> I th- this is the first time I ever forgot to uh turn off <laughs> my put on my I thought it was a tornado warning. Do not disturb me. I thought I was going to die. Yeah, I didn't know that the Russo <laughs> brothers were involved in uh so much. And here's yet another thing, but this is yet to be released. Um apparently the Russo brothers are uh I guess uh, big nerds like me, uh, because they are going to set to direct a new Netflix series, an animated series based on Magic the Gathering, wow. the the card game, the trading card game. Which is there like any source material for that? Uh, yeah, besides the actual game. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. Um, so it is like. A trading card game so uh for the last few years i've been into it but it's actually apparently the russo brothers uh were basically into it ever since it started like it started in like 1993 or something so basically as long as i've been alive um but um yeah so it is like it's a little bit in the background when you're playing the game because it's just kind of a, a card game with monsters and like fantasy stuff but um, it actually does have a lot of uh, background. Like, part of the idea, sort of the lore of playing the game, is that like uh, I it's I think like there are these entities in the lore called planeswalkers, <laughs> and they uh, sort of in some way have control over planes of existence, and like you're like taking control of these this army that is like I, I i don't know exactly but there is actually a lot of like uh there's comics about magic the Gathering, there's novels so there's actually a lot of source material besides just the card game and of course the cards themselves have flavor text and there's kind of every time they release a new set of cards there's a lot of backstory behind it that if you're just kind of collecting and playing the game you might not even totally notice but um the more exciting thing to me is like I just it, it is sort of basically a, a fantasy game uh, it's a lot more unique than just cliche fantasy with like elves and dwarves and stuff but it, it is still uh, like high fantasy and uh, I am uh, always looking forward to new shows in that genre so that alone makes me excited for it um, so there's not like a comic series or animated series before this or they could anything before that there's there's comics i believe and novels oh okay um i think i uh 
and I think there's I think in the there's some video games that I believe have some like cutscenes that deal with the lore. Oh. Maybe, but for the most part, this would probably be the deepest delve into and you know, I'm not sure exactly how canon like I don't I guess I guess the books and comics are probably canon. It probably is commissioned by Wizards of the Coast, which is who makes it. Um, but yeah, this will be. Pro I'm guessing it's definitely going to be the biggest budget thing that has um, delved into the lore behind it. Besides, of course, like the game itself. But um, uh, yeah, it's going to be a series on Netflix, directed by the Russo brothers, um, and I think it has a lot more potential because there are obviously other card games that have had series around it um i think that this has more potential to not be as cheesy and to 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 exist a little separately from the game because i think this has an opportunity to basically just be a fantasy series yeah, like i think it'd be po you probably could watch this and not even know there's a card game attached hmm. to it that's speculation but um like there's quite a bit of lore to this, so I think it's possible that it'll just be a cool fantasy series, which I'm looking forward to. Like, I already know there's a game. I don't need to be reminded watching it that there's a card <laughs> game. So um, that's what I'm hoping for. I think I think it'll be. Uh, I'm hoping it'll be cool. Um, and yeah, directed by the Russo brothers. Yes. So yeah, you're already starting up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I under I see the light. I see that they're yes. they're, they're great directors. Um, so that's my bit of news, my, uh, my nerdy, nerdy bit of news. It somehow feels more nerdy, despite the fact that this is all about, it's a comic convention. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's all I gotta say about that. Yes, well, I guess I'll move on to my next thing now. Cool. Which is, alright, this is a show normally I wouldn't talk about on here. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm going to. Because okay. I found out something. Now, I have not readily watched this show in years. But I found out something that is going to make me tune in. Okay. To when this <laughs> airs. You know, on Nickelodeon, they had the long-running Power Rangers series. Yeah. And they announced that this upcoming season, the original Red Ranger, Jason from Mighty Morphin Power oh. Rangers, is going to appear. I'm just like... <laughs> wow. Okay, guys. <laughs> you got me. I haven't watched you in a while, but you got me. I'm tuning in. That's cool. So, um, he was always my favorite. Most people's favorite is Tommy, the Green Ranger. But I'm just yeah, Tommy's cool. Jason, man, he he's yeah. the he's the real cool one. <laughs> um they're you know, they're all cool. I remember <laughs> my favorite episode of the whole show was from two thousand two. From the season where I stopped watching the show because it started getting crappy, but they have one episode, 10th anniversary episode, where all the red ones came back. So my top four all were together. Tommy was there because he was also a red one at one time. Yeah. And then you know, unfortunately, he had to team up with the uh, new guy from the show. I gave up on where I said, "Okay, I've had enough." <laughs> Which you know. Whatever. He's in prison now for murder, but... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I forgot oh. about that. <laughs> I remember. My sister's like, did you watch that one? She's like, that's the one I gave up on. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Uh, but yes, um, I think it's, you know, one of the things that made me stop watching it is, you know what? I got tired of replacing the characters all the time. Yeah. I'm just like, guys, okay, we've told our story. Can't we just go? Can't we just keep going for more than one year? But, you know, they do come back every once in a while. And, you, I oh, I just remembered, last year I didn't get to watch it, but they had to, they had Tommy come back last year for an anniversary thing. So I need to try and find that somewhere. Probably oh, iTunes. Yeah. But, yes, um, got me more excited than I should be, but. <laughs> That's pretty cool. I, the it's coolest always, one is coming back. It's always good to see a comeback. Yes. But Power Rangers is something, like, I only sparingly saw as a kid and I could never really get into, but it's weird. As I get older, I almost feel like I would, it seems more appealing now than it was as a kid (laughs) for some reason to me. Like I kind of get it a little more. Um, I think I might just be more, uh, as we discussed in a previous episode, I think I might be a little bit more welcoming to cheesiness now or something. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, but yeah you know what I, I always remember the so they had the first six seasons were pretty connected and then that's when they started doing okay starting over every season yeah but in like the final one of when it was pretty much all connected you know the blue floating head yeah he like tells the red ranger to kill him because by killing him is the way to save the universe oh. and you're like oh my god <laughs> that is cool. and he's like try, he, he's fighting his evil sister trying to like redeem her saying yeah. that there's good in you i'm just like <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh man did i well maybe uh i guess i'll get there i kind of fear I kind of feel this. Well, I guess I can't fear it since I've given up on it. Yeah. I kind of feel like Marvel is headed towards the Power Rangers route. <laughs> and you'd be, be like, what are you talking about? But it's just like, it feels like they are going the Power Rangers route of where they just start over with new characters, but they're not really new. They're kind of the same. I got gotcha. For example, we had... Iron Man, Captain America, Hulk, Thor. Who's replacing Captain... We had Captain America, right? Man out of time. Yeah. Oh, my God. Captain Marvel, someone from out of time again. (gasps) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. We had Iron Man, who was a former jerk who wanted to be a better person. (gasps) Doctor Strange, and they got the same beard. (laughs) Oh, boy. Who else is... Oh, and then Spider-Man's got his crappy suit. That's where all the tech stuff went. And then... (laughs) Thor, the king, a guy who's learning to be king. Oh my god, Black Panther! Oh boy. And it sounds like Killmonger's gonna be back. Another recurring villain who's gonna try and get the throne? <laughs> wow! <laughs> Although, um, Killmonger, to me, is one of the best MCU villains. Yeah, but they're gonna bring him back. Oh, I got you. You're saying. I thought you were saying that Killmonger was a repeat of some other villain, well, but you're saying. Loki. That, oh, I got He's gotcha. gonna take Loki's role now. Yeah. And, you know, maybe the Eternals are going to be the Guardians now. Yeah. It's just like, I don't know who Hulk would be. Yeah. Some angry guy. (laughs) Yeah, who's a guy who... Who struggles with their anger. Uh, I don't even know. I don't know, someone. Uh, I don't know. I mean, like, uh, Thanos is big in Oh, they were going to (laughs) bring the... Apparently in Endgame they were going to introduce Red Hulk, 
Oh, right. Thunderbolt Ross. There we go. I just feel oh. like they're going to keep going with the power. It's kind of like the Stormtroopers. It makes something red. <laughs> yes. But I'm just like, they're really going to do that, aren't they? They're going to. And basically, it's just like, we're done. We're starting new. Although with new characters who are different, but not really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it's just like, I'm, I'm just ready for that reef set. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Um, uh, you know, but at the same time, I think there are a lot of different ways to tell a story to where, uh, having it slightly different can be refreshing, but, um, also, well, no, I, I, I'm going to say something, but I don't know if you, if it, if you worry about spoilers for Spider-Man Far From Home, it's, it, it's kind of a spoiler but i'm not saying what it is if it's not like a big spoiler i'm okay i mean like if it's not like like if i'm not gonna know what happens or i don't know it's not that it big may be at this point. oh I don't know. well i'm not gonna say what it is <clears throat> okay I'll, I'll just the end of spider-man far from home which i have not i did not waste time on but i read interviews saying what are you guys doing they basically copied the ending of another movie i gotcha i gotcha <laughs> another mcu movie yes okay um so i mean i see i uh, a trend of you seeing uh doing the same things again but um uh but you know i i keep saying i'm gonna keep giving it a chance but we'll <laughs> we'll see how long it goes but uh, I feel like I just got into it. I can't let it go already. <laughs> yeah, but you got all these old yeah, ones you yeah, haven't gotten around to. Yeah, I'm running out though. But I'm that's when you got Fox's yeah. X Men. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> then you got the '90s cartoons. Right. Yeah. There's there's borderline too much. Yes. Um. So. Uh. You know what? I only really have one full one left so i might let you just do yours next but i will say that i i, I was gonna bring up um that i watched an interview uh or read an interview with uh guillermo del toro about the upcoming scary stories to tell in the dark movie and then uh right before we recorded this i found out that that movie is already out yes. and i somehow <laughs> missed it so all of the breaking <laughs> stuff i was about to say about it uh, it, the, you, a lot of you, you, people interested have already seen this movie. Yes. But, Do you know what? Uh, What's it rated? It's like it's PG-13. PG-13. Oh. Uh, which actually in this interview, he said like, uh, don't think that because it's PG-13, like it's still going to be horrifying, which like, I mean, if you think about it, the book was like four kids. Those even books looked, are the creepiest I know. covers. And, but so it kind of makes sense. But, um, yeah, so, uh, I read that the monsters are apparently uh, sepia-toned or, uh, like, sort of black and white to make it look like they came out of, bo- of a book, which kind of make it made it really seem like they're really trying to make that those horrifying images come to life in a way. Uh, but you already know that. It's out. Yes. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I'm pretty excited to see it, and I did see it got... 80 percent that's pretty that's more than decent yeah um so i think i think your main goal is always 75 if you get above then it's like that's yeah. good yeah that's solidly good um so i am uh once you get to around 60 you're just like ooh. <laughs> yeah i'm i'm more excited to see this than i thought i'd be um because uh, i mean i I was, I think, I was a little worried that it was going to be slapping a name of something people like onto a horror movie, but it does seem like, I mean, 
and Guillermo del Toro is great. I was I think he's just a producer or something. He's involved somehow because he's not the director, but um, uh, with him and uh, with with what I've read of the plot, uh, where it seems like it's like a it's like a girl is actually writing stories, and uh, so it it is like they took the concept of stories and are kind of amalgamizing a lot of the stories from that and the spooky images from that into one cohesive plot which i think is a cool way to actually pay respect to that series of terrifying books um so i'm more excited for it than i thought i'd be not so excited that i knew it was coming out (laughs) (laughs) so yeah uh that's another thing that happened at comic-con so is it your most hyped horror movie definitely no Um, mine is what new mutants (laughs) <laughs> yeah. I'm so excited. <laughs> it's going to be great. Uh, can't wait. I know that. I literally got... can't wait. I no. know. They're holding it back because they want to make sure to release it in a year for when it can get its Oscars. Yeah. Yes. They're waiting for those Oscar nominees. I'm so for excited, sure. man. It's going to be sure. so good. <laughs> Remember that trailer that came out like two years ago? Woo. Got yeah. me hyped. No, no other movie has made me so hyped over two years of waiting. Yeah, I'm pumped. You know how people are saying that like horror movies are becoming more artful lately? Like it's starting to become an elevated genre. They're waiting for they're waiting for the world to be ready for it. Yes. <laughs> they're just like we need this genre to be elevated even more. So ready for the new mutants. Yeah, it's gonna be the best superhero, best horror movie, <laughs> best everything. Yeah. All right. So I don't really have much to say about this. Okay. Uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 is coming out. I was a big fan of the first game, Marvel Ultimate Alliance. My team was always Spider-Man, Wolverine, Captain America, and The Thing. Because I I didn't have Hulk. Uh, Ultimate Alliance is one of the ones... I think I'm thinking of the same one. And it's actually a a console game, right? I think it might be coming out on the the Nintendo Switch. Yeah. um, As well as some other consoles. I, I do remember hearing about it because I recently, I was like, I used to really like video games, and I haven't played video games hmm. in a long time, so I broke and got a uh, Nintendo Switch recently, so uh, <clears throat> I've been tr- I've been trying to uh, reinstate uh, my uh, finding of great video games, uh, but uh, yeah, I did see that that was coming out because of that where i was like looking for new stuff to get for it but i hadn't played either of the other ones but it does seem like a really cool series you know what the second one's based on civil war really yes Mm. and this one is gonna be the marvel heroes versus thanos Uh, yeah i I did see thanos in it i'm glad the x-men are involved now i don't plan on ever playing this game but it's nice to know it exists yeah (laughs) yeah um I mean, I'd say I need to play it, but I still haven't played a certain other Marvel game that I swore I was going to play. So, <laughs> do you have it or no? Uh, no, no. Um, I still need to get a PS4. Yeah, yeah. I bet at this point you could probably get one for not too much, too expensive. I know. It like for years, like the only game I would have won was Batman: Arkham Knight. Like yeah. that was just the only one. But now there's been um, Injustice Two, mm-hmm. Spider Man. Oh man, what's that Western one? Oh, Red Dead Redemption? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a lot of great games for uh, PS4. Um, 
But yeah, I was really late to it too. I waited till like uh, <laughs> cheaper versions of it came out. Yeah, I I was gonna buy it, but then my laptop died, so I oh yeah, one. and then I was just like, um, I wanted my Blu-ray player because I know they're they're, not, yeah. they're stopping to make <laughs> them. And I wanted to get one before it's too late. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Um, I know the problem is I don't play games that much. Yeah. I go through phases where I play, like, a lot, and then I'll go through long phases where I just don't even really think about it. And uh, I was re- I was at a phase where I was, like, I probably, probably in 2018, I barely played a video game, and then I was just sort of like, I think I miss video games. <laughs> I'm going to try and uh, find out what I missed. Um, so I did. All right, so I didn't have much to say on that, so I just jumped to this one. All right, this is one. That is getting people excited. Batman Beyond. That's oh, yeah. right. For me, the best ending to Batman. The series, the complete series is coming to Blu-ray. Yeah. Which is exciting. And this is the thing that should get people ex- excited is that yeah. the first half of the show, the first 26 episodes, is going to be digitally remastered. Yeah. Now, <clears throat> I don't normally buy TV shows on Blu-ray. Normally, I'll just buy the DVD because I'm not a binge watcher. So, like, I watch Smallville and Batman the Animated Series all the time. You know, I'm going to watch them again tomorrow. Yeah. But I know it will be about, like, four or five years before I get back to that one episode versus, like, Tim Burton's Batman. I've watched that movie just three times this summer. <laughs> yeah. And um, so, but there was one exception I made. Actually, two. One was the last season of Smallville. Yeah. And the other was, I always said, you know, I don't buy TV shows on Blu-ray. I'll, I'll say that for movies. I'll just get, I'm okay getting like, them on DVD. Yeah. But there was one, I said, if it ever comes out on Blu-ray, yeah. I'm getting it, which was Batman the Animated Series. Yeah. And all I can say is that from owning that series, people who love Batman Beyond need to get this box set. Yeah. The remastering they did for Batman they made series was so good. It looks so great. Um, they it made it so that the show will survive for another generation. Yeah, for sure. Um, and it looks yeah, it looks great. One of the nice things, like I was when it first was announced, I was like, what do I want it? It's the one show. And then yeah. they announced that, oh, yeah, also included are the two movies, Masks of the Phantasm and Sub-Zero. I'm just like, oh, really? F it. I'm getting it now. <laughs> Dang, I probably did not <laughs> see the remastered version. Cause it was oh, just you a, just saw the DVD? Yeah, it was a DVD. Yeah. <laughs> and, oh, and I also got the digital code so I can watch it um, on my iPad, too. So, uh, yeah, they did such a good job remastering it. I've seen... Some like the remastered clips for Batman Beyond, like the pilot, which I've seen so many times. I watched it and it's almost jaw dropping, like yeah. how good it looks. Yeah, I'm excited because I own the first season on iTunes. And I know they're gonna switch it to that version. That's that's exciting stuff. So I love a remaster. Yeah. So they they kind of make the older version look crappier than what it is. But did you want to click quickly see Batman sure. Beyond Blu-ray? Um. Man Beyond Blu-ray. There should be one, like a yeah, right there. Yeah, Uh, this one. No, the second one. Okay, like this is the episode I've seen so many times. Ooh, 
Yeah. Like, I just look at that, and I, because I've seen it so many times, and I'm just like, wow. Well, actually, in this one, it looks more like what the original looked like. Especially what like year did this episode come out? 1999. And he said, let's put a smile on that face. Yes. What? <laughs> Like, look at that face. Look how yeah. good that looks. Yeah. Wow. When something's remastered, it really just kind of shows you how much crappier things used to look. I know. And it didn't even look that bad. It just... Yeah. And, like, the other ones, they don't have to remaster because it's yeah. colored digitally. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you've seen... Bruce Wayne gets cooler the older he yeah. gets all the time. Um, I don't know if you've seen... Um, uh, there are, like, fan-made remasters of the Star Wars original trilogy, and oh, the, those are, like, the only ones I'll the watch specialized Yeah, because they, they look so good, I have no idea how just random <laughs> fans would possibly yes. make it look so good. So, the only bad news about this box set is that there were two episodes that they weren't able to remaster because Father Time. Oh. Okay. But, I mean, now look, the nine, what you see on the other one does not look terrible. But, yeah. I mean, they, Warner Brothers does such a good job of remastering them. Yeah. And it will include the movie Batman Beyond, Return of the Joker, one of the best Batman movies of all time. So, I probably will not get this set. Although, well, the, if it's like Batman anime series, they'll have the limited edition come out, and then they'll have like the regular version. Yeah, I always wanted to buy a limited edition thing. You know, like yeah. do you remember years ago when they had the limited edition for the Dark Knight trilogy? Yeah, I think it was so. the big white box. Uh, yeah, I remember like looking and seeing what was inside, just like wow, man, I yeah. want something for those, but with a Batman thing I like. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and then it, it came. And then they and like I got my Batman the AMA series. I'm just like, oh look at look at what it is. <laughs> and they did fix because I would like watch videos of what the set was like on YouTube. Yeah. I was very happy Batman the AMA series did not do what the Dark Knight trilogy did. Where so they're like in little sleep. They're like, it's like in a little book. Yeah. To get oh, oh, it's back there somewhere. The set. I'll show it some other time to you. <laughs> yeah. But um. They have it where like it's like in a little book. Yeah. You flip it out, look, and you know you slide the disc out from the top. Yeah. The Dark Knight trilogy was in a little book too, but you didn't slide it from the top. It was like in the middle of the thing. So to get the disc out, you almost had to rip the packaging to get uh, it out. Oh, <laughs> oh no! It's um, like poor, poor souls. <laughs> and all these bonus features, which shows that no one never understood Batman. Guys, yeah, I have uh, like limited editions for like albums, and I think like maybe one game, but yeah, they're I know my cool. Batman one, it says edition whatever out of whatever. Oh, yeah, um, it's pretty cool. With with vinyl records, sometimes you can find ones that they have etched into it the number it is, oh. like maybe there's like 200 printed and it'll be like 83. So, yeah, I don't think I will buy the Batman Beyond one. I think 
if I ever break down, I'd probably buy the Justice League one first because they yeah. have that on Blu-ray, which doesn't need to be remastered because yeah. it's colored digitally. But man, they did such a good job remastering Batman Beyond. Yeah, that so looks great. If you're a fan of Batman Beyond, you should pick it up. I'm a fan. Yeah. But like I said, I mostly see the DVDs when it's TV shows. Yeah. And that was like the one exception. <laughs> yeah, as it as it should be. Um, so yeah. Um, and you know, uh, as for their next bits of news, um, you can just I'll, I'll save my last thing for the end because it's not Comic Con related okay. exactly. It's news around this time related. All right. But uh, we can just finish up your segments. All right. So was announced that you know there's some shows that they get canceled. And you're just like. This sucks. Yeah. And then sometimes the universe smiles back and says, no, we're not going to cancel it. And they bring it back. Yeah. And Young Justice came back for season three. I bought the whole show off iTunes because I wasn't subscribing to DC Universe. I love Warner Brothers, but I'm not subscribing to another streaming service. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Maybe when you launch HBO Max or whatever it's called. Yeah. But... I bought him off iTunes watching him, and it's just like, you know what? It is nice to have this show back because it's so good. Yeah. Especially when you have Bruce Greenwood's Batman. Yeah. <laughs> and it was announced that the show was coming back for season four. So, I mean, n- now the show has doubled its length. <laughs> the show will yeah. double its length. <laughs> so that is exciting to see. And I think there's still, I think on iTunes, I have season three part one and there's they've started airing the second half of season three which you know youtube spoils it for me yeah (laughs) i now know that superman gets married in one of them yeah all right this is another exciting um renewal renewal uh disney xd has the spider-man animated series which i like it's called marvel spider-man um unfortunately they are about to adapt one of the worst Spider-Man storylines of all time. Some people are just Uh-oh. like, it's pretty good. No, it's not stupid. <laughs> the superior Spider-Man. Peter Doc Ock takes control of Peter Parker's body and says, I will be the superior Spider-Man. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm just like, you know what? This show has actually taken some storylines from the last few years of the Spider-Man comics I'm not a fan of yeah. and has made some of them work. Oh. So. Not all is lost. Then. May- maybe <laughs> somehow they can make the Superior Spider-Man work. Yeah. And if they can, bravo. Yeah, I mean, it's it's another edit. Maybe we'll see a, a version that works. Yes. So, and also there's going to be a season three coming out, which the title got me excited because it includes one of my favorite villains. It's going to be Spider-Man, colon, Maximum Venom. Whoa. So, Venom will be the main villain of Spider-Man Season 3. He was in, um, he's been, well, when they first started, it was Flash Thompson who was Venom. And then Season 2, they had Eddie Brock as Venom. And the Eddie Brock ones, oh, those were some really good episodes. (laughs) So, yeah, exciting uh, to have, you know, as someone was giving up on the MCU and... You know, I hate the solo version of Spider-Man in the MCU. And what I know of Far From Home, which I didn't see, but what I know of... You know, I used to say, you could do a soft reboot. You can't. You have to. That option is gone now. 
Oh. I, this version needs to be rebooted. We need a new Peter Parker. It's this version is not fundamentally broken. Not even in, like I, having him appear in another movie will fix it. Now it's just oh. fundamentally broken. Oh, so as someone who's not, it's nice to ha- be able to have a different version of Spider-Man that kind of un- that understands what the character is supposed to be. Yeah, and who the character is. So. I'm guess you haven't seen anything of the Disney XD Spider-Man cartoon. I don't think so. Um, I uh, maybe had wrecking. Maybe if I, I I don't think so because uh, I think the only I think I've seen you know bits of '90s Spider-Man and then I saw the first couple episodes of uh, what was that spectacular? Yeah, spectacular Spider-Man. But um, I don't think I've seen any of that one. Well, dang. Yeah. Well, I mean, nineties <laughs> and spectacular are better. So, you yeah. should, if you had to, you should go those to those ones yeah. first. I, I definitely think, uh, if I had to, if I if I get around to it, I'd probably like to see the nineties Spider Man. Um, but uh, as of right now, I'm trying to trying to read more comics. So, <laughs> all right, yeah, I'm kind of wrapped wrapping up on some of these, sh- some of these right. stories i have a couple thoughts for how we can all right and then at comic-con we you know we have a new show a new animated series coming on uh, the dc streaming service and adult animated series harley quinn uh, yeah that's right uh, and Diedrich bader is playing batman he's back from batman the brave and the bold you know, it's nice because, you know, in animation to see how they realize, you know what, you can have Batman out there. He doesn't have to leave Gotham. You can just have him pop up every once in a while. Of course, it's animation, so that's easier, but yeah. still, um, it looks weird and crazy <laughs> and what a show about Harley Quinn should be. At first, I was yeah. just like, wait, what are they doing? Just like, okay, this isn't a Batman show, it's Harley Quinn. Yeah. And I like the animation style they're choosing. Um, it was great to hear Diedrich Bader back as Batman again. Yeah. And it looks like it could be good or bad, but um, Warner Brothers Animation under Sam Register has done a very good job recently, like especially with Young Justice. So, um, and Justice League Action that was on uh, a few years ago. So, uh, Harley Quinn, hopefully it can be put on iTunes so I don't have to subscribe. Yeah. <laughs> I really... Uh, but yeah, it looks it looks interesting. I will give it a shot. I really am fighting myself not to subscribe when the um, episodes of Titans come up that have Bruce Wayne. Oh, I'm just like, <laughs> am, I, am I strong enough? Am I? Is it like a ten dollars subscription like Netflix, or is it a little? little I don't less? know. You want to Google it real quick? How much is DC Universe? I thought it was like five bucks. Because like with so many things, with I actually kind of seven ninety nine. Oh, that's a lot. <laughs> I was kind of like with all these streaming services p- cropping up and there's more and more to come. I really hope that it like competitively drives it down. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I the rumor is that the DC streaming service is going to shut down and that it'll be put into the oh, Warner yeah. Brothers. They'll become a section in the Warner Brothers yeah. streaming service. Hopefully, Boomerang will do the same too. 
hopefully it, i mean it's nice for there to be more options but there's some can be too many yes. there can definitely be too many so yeah i i don't know how strong can i be fighting <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but i'm just like okay play in december or january if it's yeah. only one appearance somewhere <laughs> between december and january we're gonna have kevin yeah <sighs> finally not yes. well, not finally but like unexpectedly beautifully yes um and let's uh, see what else was there that i had yeah are you are you, are you about out are you, um, um oh i got four more all right all right on HBO, we have a new show coming. The Watchmen TV show. Ooh. That's right. Now, they said it's not going to be based. Uh, it's not going to be a direct adaption of the comic book. It's going to be new stories that fall after the comic, which I guess makes the Zack Snyder movie kind of the pilot, even though they're kind of unrelated. Yeah. <laughs> you watch the Watchmen trailer. After you're done watching it, you're just like, I have. What is this show even about? Yeah. Because it really just is some random pictures with music. Yeah, some random actually, images. come to think of it, I did see this trailer, and it was sort of like, I mean, I guess that's Watchmen. <laughs> I guess. I mean, you had, what was it, Dr. Manhattan or the blue guy? The Do- blue guy, yeah. Dr. Manhattan. And there was like a bunch of Rorschach, which... Yeah, yeah. Um, That's weird. <laughs> yes. But, I mean, I'll watch it. Yeah. Uh, yet another, they're going to make a TV show of something that was a movie that was originally a graphic yeah. novel, but yeah. Oh, I see. You know, I get done with my CW shows, pop on yeah. Watchmen. They say it's coming out in October. Oh, okay. I hope it doesn't get delayed all the time. Yeah. I mean, do TV shows get delayed that often? I don't know. Oh, man. You know what kept getting delayed? This show I love called The Looney Tunes Show. Oh, really? It's supposed to come out in, like, September of one year, then it got pushed to December, then to February, and then I think it was in May it finally showed up. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, so good. I love that show. I wish it had more than just two seasons, but man, those 52 episodes so good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Watchmen, don't really know. I mean, I'll watch it. Sure. Yeah, I'll watch, man. All right. <laughs> We've got The Simpsons coming back for season 31. Wow. Unfortunately, the Wikipedia article doesn't talk about what's coming up in the next season like it used to. Oh. All I know is that it in their Halloween episode, which I believe it will be episode 666, uh, it will parody Stranger Things and The Shape of Water. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. So that's exciting to see. And as someone who loves DVDs, yeah. it's now season 19. It's coming to DVD. Uh, probably the last season we will get on DVD because, I mean, I think season 18 came out in 20... Oh, God. It wasn't last Christmas, but the Christmas before. And then that it was three years before that that they had 17. So with this season 19, because they released season 20 right, right after it came out, yeah. at least you can be like, well, we got the first 20 years. Yeah. Uh, that is a high number. Thirty-one seasons. Yes, thirty-one seasons. <laughs> yeah. Um, I uh, I did like I I started watching season one and I did start thinking I should maybe just go to like season I don't know like what's I hear like three three is a good one. Yeah. Three is like when yeah, th- like it's like figuring out three is 
we got there. Yeah. Um, and I did, I did when I was Googling a little, there are other people who are kind of like, just go to season three. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll have to I do mean, there that. are some gems in season one. And I know I have seen, I've seen like scattered episodes and I know there are gems, uh, throughout i mean like i i, I know that there i really like the show i just i want there was one episode i think from season one really, it's the one where bart saws off the head of the statue of jebediah springfield i, I didn't see that one no but did you read the whole set or just separate discs i think i only just saw the first episode <laughs> like oh uh, the christmas one yeah <laughs> oh. which, yeah which did you ever hear the story about um, how the Simpsons almost never got on air. No. The first episode was supposed to be, I think it's called Some Enchanted Evening. And it was supposed to premiere in the fall. However, they got the animation back, and the animation was so terrible. Like, oh. it was off model. Marge's arm would randomly stretch, <laughs> and I mean, it was bad. Yeah. And then they had to completely redo episode one. And they almost—they were worried about if they ha- would have to redo episode two because if they were, the, if episode two's animation, which was, what is episode two? I think it's Bart the Genius. I think that's it. Yeah. If it looked bad, they were just gonna pull the plug on the show. Oh really? But it came out okay. So, uh, they just had to redo that first one, and then it got delayed because they had to restart that episode. So yeah. It started instead of fall. Started in December 1989. Oh, wow. And then the finale was supposed to be what the pilot was going to be. I gotcha. Wow. <laughs> well, it almost didn't happen. <laughs> almost. That's crazy. So, yeah. Great See, stuff. I think, what else do I have? I think two more. Oh, yes. There was one thing I found out that I didn't think was real, and I found out it was. Oh, yeah. So, one of my favorite cartoons on TV right now is Disney XD's new version of DuckTales. Yeah. Which I've been watching a lot of. Um, have you seen any of it? Uh, no, it, it looks really good. I, I w- am. That's another thing I keep seeing come through at the library, and I'm just like, I need to pick it up. Uh, because they have like is there like two seasons already i think or, so because i think i've seen two dvd sets those aren't seasons they're oh just, yeah they're just set a few episodes uh, like one dvd is literally just the first two episodes yeah so i really they have donald as more of a main character now which i like yeah there was one episode i think it's like they're like they travel to some like island it's like a peri greek mythology and there's one guy who knows donald he thinks he's his best friend oh. donald doesn't agree <laughs> And he's just like, come on, Donald, you're my buddy. <laughs> so um, I'm a really like the new DuckTales. I prefer the original show, but this one is still good. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, who cares if it's not as good as the other yeah. one? But I saw a poster for something. I didn't think it was real. Oh? Until um, until I looked uh, I looked up like the more of the news today. Did you want to do, go Wikipedia real quick? Sure. Because I can bring you the poster because go to Wikipedia and you're not going to search um, DuckTales. You're going to search Chippendale Rescue Rangers. All right. Chippendale Rescue Rangers. All right. Go down to other media. And then you're going to look for the what? source for one. Home media, other media. All right. 
32. Oh, uh, the Source 32. Oh, Source 32? Yeah. And you're going to see a poster because DuckTales is about to have some crossovers this season. Yeah. Oh. They um, have the Chippendale Rescue Rangers. They're going to have Goof Troop. Oh, my God. Oh, actually, you know what? I, you know what? I did... I did see that there was Goof Troop news, but I didn't understand Dark what it was Wing connected Duck. to. Wow. Tailspin is somewhere in there. This is like uh this is like the end game poster, but Yes. Oh the uh, <laughs> uh, the three caballeros. Oh. Whoa. So I didn't I thought this was fan made, but then I read it, I said, Oh my, my god, it's real. <laughs> this is the greatest crossover of the year. Um I think they did I think they've had Darkwing Duck on an episode because I was flipping through yeah. the episodes to f- look for one. I think it was like the Duck Knight Returns or something. Yeah. Or the Darkwing uh, Duck Returns. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> There's so much to look for in that poster. So giant crossovers. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta check out this. Sh- I gotta check out this show. Yeah, I'm very excited. My my favorite of the um Disney cartoons was Goof Troop, so I'm excited to see yeah. crossover no, oh, yeah, there. Yeah. Goof Troop is great. Yes. Um yeah, that was that was a fave. That was a fave. As was DuckTales. Yes. So. It feels it felt like there was a DuckTales news every one of our I think I so, think yeah. So. Because, <laughs> it's yeah. a recurring yeah. theme. <laughs> Just like how um every when we look at the forward at the year we always talk about new mutants. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna be sad that it actually comes out yeah. like we can't talk about it it's anymore. It's exciting this year to see <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. Stay tuned. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, d- did you where did you watch uh Goof Troop? I, oh like did you watch um, on Disney Channel? Because I, I swear, so. I think I watched it on the Disney Afternoon. I think, I think so. I think it was because I remember. I think I turned on like Channel eighteen or something in the afternoon. Actually, no. I, I it might have been like Toon Disney or something. Oh, you were one of yeah. Them. I was one of them. We talked about that. <laughs> yes. I was spoiled. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you. Well. I probably saw it on both, but it was guess where it aired more often. Yes. <laughs> oh. Spoiled. Oh yes. <laughs> punk (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's you're 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 basically you're so high on the peg of life that you're out of touch when you have had to that's that's like andy uh going to boating boats sailing school oh yes (laughs) sailing class yeah um so yeah uh, did you have one more bit of news, or is that all? I right? do. There's one okay. last bit of news, but yeah, you know, I think I watched those on the Disney Afternoon because I looked at the, yeah. like the years that aired on the Disney Afternoon. Just like lines up. Yeah, I did watch it. <laughs> all right, one of the most exciting things um, about Comic Con is when they announced the, what the next DC animated films will be. Oh yeah. Now we talked about this earlier because they were going to do four this year, and coming up. I don't know when it is, but they recently had a trailer for Wonder Woman Bloodline. Wow. Um, which was clearly supposed to come out when the movie was originally going to come out. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, Wonder Woman Bloodline, it's part of this new universe by James Tucker that started with Justice League War. I watched the trailer. It looks pretty good. I will say this, though. 
something that's a little worrying. Now, I talk about... No, I like James Tucker, but he's a bit hit and miss. Oh. And the moments he he misses more are when it's an original story, like oh. Justice League versus Teen Titans or that horrible Suicide Squad movie he did. Yeah. Suicide Squad held to pay. <laughs> this Wonder Woman, I believe it's an original story, so... Oh. I see. It's a little bit like... Iffy. I don't I hope it's good, but it's a little bit yeah. just like lowered expectations. Yeah. <laughs> and then let's see what else is coming up. Alright. Oh, this this one was exciting. It was announced we're gonna get a new Superman anime movie. But different from what we've had before. Ooh. Superman Red Sun. It is a what if story in which what if Superman instead of landing in Smallville, Kansas had landed in the Soviet Union. What would the world oh, look like? Wow. So, and, like, if you look at, like, his costume, it's, like, black. It has, like, the red, like, Soviet Union yeah. thing instead of the S. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's awesome. <laughs> and my guess is that um, this is the one that Bruce Tim is doing. Yeah. So, we always got to guess, which is the one that Bruce is doing? And I think it's this one, so... That obviously that makes this Red Sun the one I'm most hyped about. Yeah, so that makes it exciting. Yes, I. Yes. So, um, unfortunately, I don't think Kevin Conroy will be in that one. Yeah. Because I'm just like, well, if you're doing an Elseworlds story where everything is different, would you have the Batman voice we all know? Right. They would. It would make more sense to go for a different one. Yeah. So. Uh, I'm looking forward to that one. Um, then we have Justice League Dark something. I didn't put the subtitle. I think it's Justice League Dark Apocalypse War. This is looks like a sequel to Justice League Dark, um, the movie they had a little bit ago, where Batman teamed up with like more mystical characters like Constantine, Constantine, Zatanna, um. Well, Swamp Thing died at the end of the other one. Although he could, he could probably come back. So why not? Yeah. And then, uh, so my guess is that it's where those two teams, that Justice League team, and then the regular one with like Superman, Wonder Woman, Flash, yeah, will work together to fight Dark Side again. Yeah, that that'd be cool. So yeah, there's that. And then the other one is Superman for Tomorrow. Which I believe will be part of the um, James Tucker universe. They say it's about Superman in um, his early years, which I'm, I always look forward to that. Yeah, and it's going to be it's based on this story by Jeff Loeb, which Jeff Loeb, uh, famous comic book writer, his book Superman Blue was like the Bible of what Smallville became. Oh, really? His book, Batman the Long Halloween, was essentially the Bible for what the Dark Knight was, the second movie. I know movie. that one. I haven't read it, but I know it. So, yeah, that's and he did Superman Batman Public Enemies. He reintroduced Supergirl into the comics after Crisis on Infinite yeah. Earths. So, that's exciting. I read, I don't remember a lot about the story. I read this, I think it's like a bunch of people disappear and it's like, what is life like like that? Oh, okay. So... I don't remember a lot about it, but I have read a few of the issues, and they're very good, so... Very nice. Yeah, so... 
got Superman Red. Superman Red Sun is the one I'm looking forward to the most, and that one does Superman really cool. for tomorrow. I'm looking forward <laughs> to too. I, I'm looking forward to all of them, but the Superman ones, I'm looking forward to the most. Yeah, yeah, that does sound like a real cool plot. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's exciting. So that's pretty much all my cool stories. So we actually got through <laughs> everything we wanted to yes. talk about it for Comic Con. So um, you had more to say about Crisis? Yes, more about Crisis on Infinite Earths. So I don't know. Did I? I don't know if I mentioned this. I know we talked about earlier. I don't know if we talked about while it was recording. (laughs) But you know, Stephen and Mel was asked about Crisis. Obviously, the Arrow was the one I was watching the most because you know it's the final season of interviews. And. He was asked all the time, who do you want to appear in the show? And he would always say, well, I don't want to say because we'll, we'll probably try and get them, okay? Yeah. But there's this, these reports going around, and a lot of them say the same thing, which is that Stephen Amell said that he wants Tom Welling to show up, which obviously we talk about, that would be the big thing. Yeah. So, um, now, I don't know if these are 100% true. I, I can't find a video of him actually saying that or anything. Mm-hmm. But a lot of, like, I guess reliable sites are saying this. So, and also, during the press, um, the CW press tour, they talked about how there was a story by the site who keeps on making up stuff about Crisis. I wish they would stop. I wish Google News would stop putting their headlines up, <laughs> which uh, talked about how Linda Carter and Tom Welling were coming back. Yeah. And Mark Guggenheim said, no, that story is not true. But he said he is working on trying to get someone from Smallville to be on the show because of how important Smallville was Yeah. to this television universe. So... I forgot to mention that earlier. So looking back at, um, this is just hopeful. Like I said, it doesn't matter. We have, we have. It would be nice, but we have a great Superman with Tyler Hoechlin. Yeah. But if what he says is true, uh, he doesn't want to name names, but he named Tom Welling. Yeah. And the fact that Guggenheim is saying he wants to get someone from Smallville. What are the chances? <laughs> yeah. Of Tom Welling showing up. Yeah, no. As a culmination of all we talked about, about um, all of this crossover and uh, uh, crisis on Infinite Earth stuff, um, I think that just this seems investigatively like like it's pretty likely at this point um, because it, it seems like the beginning of one of those hype cycles where like. You know, he would probably want to avoid naming him directly yeah. if he wasn't going to be in it. Um, so, um, I think it is looking... I think that makes it look pretty promising. Yeah, and um, I, I'm hoping... Here's the thing. If these, if these reports that he actually name-dropped Tom Welling are true, then I think he'll be in it. Yeah. I just don't know if they're true. And it is nice to hear that he's trying to get someone from Smallville to show up. Yeah, that's nice. Maybe, even if they can't get Tom Welling, maybe they'll get Justin Hartley or 
uh, Laura Vandervoort, who was Supergirl in Smallville. So, hopefully, crossing our fingers. But, yeah. once again, if we don't get him, Tyler's done a good job of carrying the torch. Yeah. Um, which is great to see. You always want to leave it to where someone can handle the torch. You don't want to have it be like, yeah, no one can really, after what you did, no <laughs> one wants to play this role anymore. <laughs> yeah, definitely. We interrupt this episode of the comments section for some breaking news. That's right. Okay, guys. Now, we are recording this on Thursday, September 19th. And we have just had some major breaking news revolving Crisis on Infinite Earths. You know, we've been talking a lot about what character, what actors would people love to have come back to the CW who have previously been in DC Comics adaptions. And, you know, after they announced Kevin Conroy, I was just like, who is like the one person I would want to have come back? And it's the same. It's a very cliche answer because everyone wants this person to come back. And I can say that this person is. We have it confirmed by TV Line has announced that Tom Welling from Smallville is returning to the CW as Clark Kent, Superman, in Crisis on Infinite Earths. Uh, guys, we are just finding this out. This just broke a few hours ago, and I, I can't believe it. This is something that, you know, this whole crisis thing has been building to a crescendo, right? We have it where it's another crossover, right, with the, all the CW characters, you know, with Green Arrow, The Flash, Supergirl, Legends of Tomorrow, Batwoman will appear. And then they announced, okay, we got Tyler Hoechlin coming back as Superman. Oh, my God, one of the best Superman actors ever? Of course. Brandon Rouse going to get another chance at playing Superman? Yes. And then we hear more stuff. Crest Williams is going to be Black Lightning. John Wesley Shipp is going to be playing The Flash from the 90s TV show. Kevin Conroy is finally going to play Batman in live action. And... I didn't think there was any more news that could get me even more hyped for this special. Uh, oh, we also found out Jonah Hex will show up, so I'm excited about that too, who's appeared in a few episodes of Legends of Tomorrow, but we found out the big one. The big one we've all been hoping for. Tom Welling is coming back in the CW universe. I can't believe this. This is so amazing and incredible. Uh, it's super. Uh, yes, super is the correct way to describe it. So, we had it where the story was broke by TV Line, and they had a few quotes from Mark Guggenheim, who has been working on the crossover script. He wrote, he said in TV Line, For eight years, Arrow has stood on the shoulders of Smallville. Simply put, there would be no Arrow, and no Arrowverse without it. So when we first started talking about Crisis on Infinite Earths, our first, second, and third priorities were getting Tom to reprise his iconic role as Clark Kent. To say that we're thrilled would be a Superman-sized understatement. I just, oh man, you see, you think that, <laughs> I can't believe that in a crossover with of this current CW universe, we're going to have Tom Welling as Superman and Kevin Conroy as Bruce Wayne. It, what what a world we live in now. And uh, Arrow actor Stephen Amell also uh, went to social media about it. He said, there'd be no crossover without Tom Welling. 
So Tom Welling is in the crossover. I mean, this is very exciting. So the TV Line article gives us a little bit of an idea of what will be happening with uh, Tom Welling's Clark Kent. So it's according to the article, it says that the crossover will reveal what happened to Clark Kent almost 10 years after the conclusion of Smallville. So I don't know if they would really go this route, but maybe they will have... Tom Welling's Clark Kent go through a type of Peter Peter B. Parker type storyline that we saw in Spider-Verse, right? So, and it would make sense because Spider-Verse, the Peter B. Parker was, I mean, it's not exactly, but it's heavily influenced by Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man playing on people's nostalgia. And, you know, maybe that um, having Clark Kent, Tom Welling's Clark Kent go to the Arrowverse. Okay, we'll call it the DC Television Universe, like it should be called. Uh, maybe that. So we'll have him go through some type of character arc where he'll come home and he'll become the Superman we loved from the previous ten seasons again. I just maybe they'll do that. I don't know if they will, but boy, am I excited! So uh, th- th- here's the thing, you know. I love, I'm a big fan of all the Supermen, from George Reeves to Christopher Reeve to Dean Cain, and now we have Tyler Hoechlin, but Tom Welling's Superman was the Superman I tuned in to watch every week. I mean, I was watching the new episodes, unfortunately not when they aired, but I would like immediately when the DVD sale would come out, I would get it and I would just go through. I just like, oh my god, it's amazing! And having uh, my Superman come back. I mean, look, I'm, they're all my Superman, of course, but there, there's something special about Tom Welling's Superman, and to have him come back. Eight years, I believe it's been eight years. Yeah, eight years since the show ended to play Superman again is very exciting. I I I can't believe we have this where this crossover is going to have Tyler Hoechlin Superman, Tom Welling Superman, and Kevin Conroy as Batman. Just what what a wonderful world. <laughs> so I mean. There's so much great stuff about this, and I was looking... Let's see, look at my notes. Okay, so I am so hyped about this, and, you know... Look, we'll we'll just get this out of the way. Maybe there's a chance that this crisis crossover will suck. I mean, it's possible. But I'll just say this. If you're going to do Crisis on Infinite Earths, and you're going to try it... You go all in, and they are going all in. I mean, you can't say... Whatever happens with this crisis crossover, if it sucks, we can't be like, well, they didn't try. I mean, everything is pointing to that. They are they are trying to make the best crossover that they can. And honestly, with everything in place, with all these actors, and with this creative team who's worked on the CW universe... And a lot of them also worked on Smallville. If these guys can't make Crisis on Infinite Earths work in live action, then I'm pretty much convinced no one in live action can make Crisis on Infinite Earths work. So, I mean, 
I, I can't believe this is happening. You'll be hearing that a lot. You probably heard that a lot, right? I can't believe this is happening, but this is so exciting. And there is something... Oh, by the way, I just want to say this. You know, Smallville, for me, is um, my favorite TV show of all time. At least in live action. Oh my god, my this crossover is going to include my favorite animated series and my favorite live action TV show stars. Wow, again, what a, what a world we live in now. So, um, I, I, I just thought, of, I just realized that, like, holy crap. My favorite cartoon show, my favorite live action show are crossing over my favorite shows on TV right now. This is my favorite TV show. And there's a little a bit of concern about, well, what if this what if this crossover sucks? Could that ruin Smallville? And I I just want to say this. I think that compared to something like The Dark Knight Rises, you know, which I kind of felt, look, I've erased that from my mind until we get to episode 50, but you know, versus something like the Dark Knight Rises, which I felt hurt the Dark Knight trilogy, Smallville's story has been told. So, uh, you know, whatever they do in this special, maybe it will like suck for like a day or two, and then you'll just be, and then you'll put it out of your mind. It's kind of like, in a way, uh, Superman Returns. Superman Returns, not a very good movie, but no one looks at it like, oh, it ruined the Christopher Reeve movies because the Christopher Reeve movies told their story, and they were done. And this was, they tried to add on, and it didn't work. So, I mean, this the story is over, you know? If it's good, great, we have another addition to it. If it sucks, it's like, well, the story's done, you know? So, that that's kind of how I feel about it. And, I mean, again, if anyone is going to try it, try to do this, I trust these guys. I mean, again, a lot of them worked on Smallville. I mean, Stephen Amell, in an interview, he did a podcast, like you're listening to right now, but, you know, with where they have sponsorships. He was talking to Michael Rosenbaum about how Smallville, Arrow after Stephen Amell was talking about how Smallville still has a big legacy on the CW shows to where he'll look around and he'll still see, like, Smallville, people wearing Smallville t-shirts because they worked on Smallville and he talked about how like Tom Welling for everyone at the CW on the CW shows is a legend so I trust these guys I'm going to trust anyone to bring back Smallville I'm going to trust these guys and you know we talked about it earlier about how this DC television universe you know starting with Arrow really was the last gift that Smallville gave us. And, you know, I talked about how, like, having Tyler Hoechlin's Superman in the special made it feel more complete because it made it feel like Smallville was involved. And now we actually are having Smallville involved, so it makes it even more uh, full circle. And, uh, yeah, we we now have it where every CW superhero show is now represented in this crossover, which is great, especially because now they have Smallville and Black Lightning. And I was just thinking, like, small Arrow was the last gift Smallville gave us, 
And what is the last gift that Arrow is going to give us? They're bringing back Smallville. Oh, man. Just for like, I don't know how many episodes he's going to appear. On TV line, it said he'll appear in the five-part crossover. But maybe it'll be like how Superman was in Elseworlds where he technically was in all five. But he was really only in two of them. Which, hey, look. Even if it's just one, like, oh my god, we're getting a new episode of Smallville. So, there is something, like, really, like, poetic almost, full circle about the Arrow was the last gift Smallville gave us. And was the last gift Arrow was giving us? The return of Smallville. So, that is great to see. And before I turn it over... Let's see. Um, you know, talking about this crisis special, how hyped I am, how much I'm looking forward to it. I don't know. I I think that this news with Tom Welling. Now I've already been hyped with. It's an it's Crisis on Infinite Earths, done with Arrow, The Flash, and Supergirl, and now we have Tyler Hoechlin's Superman. Brandon Routh is getting another chance at playing Superman, which makes it that the Christopher Reeve movies are involved. Kevin Conroy is in it. And now Tom Welling, I think I can safely say this is my most anticipated TV event of all time. And boy, I mean, you know what? We still have to wait to see how it turns out. But everything is pointing to this is going to be something really special in superhero crossovers that we've never seen before and we probably will never ever see again so I'm looking forward I'm counting down to December and then later until January when the other two parts come out but (laughs) I am counting down so you just heard me go through this whole thing you know talking about oh man Smallville is back you know the heavens have opened and (laughs) the greatest gift of all has come so what are your thoughts about Smallville being a part of this crossover? Does it make it feel full circle? And, you know, I, I I think I can say, how amazing is this news for fans of the CW shows? Very exciting news. After all of our talk about actors coming back and then seeing Kevin Conroy confirmed as coming back in a live-action role, it feels like it really all culminated in this. And I can see this, as you said, as being like the the heavens opening up above for huge fan uh, uh, huge fans of these series. I've talked about before how I haven't watched much of the CWDC superhero shows, none of the new era for sure, but I was at the time a huge fan of Smallville, and it was really my personal introduction to the character of Superman, and as a result, I have seen that role as one of the most iconic versions of Superman. So this news of Tom Welling returning for Crisis in his role as Superman is basically the ideal role reprisal for a special like this. Even as an outsider to these series, it is incredibly exciting to see this news, and I can't wait to cover this special in the future. Now back to your regularly scheduled comment section. Yeah, so I you know, I do have two kind of rabbit hole questions okay. that Crisis has brought up. Okay. Now you have not seen any of them. You know, I did also... Maybe I'll ask this here almost. Okay. Remember how we talked about how, like, if we ever did, like, a sp- like future Marvel specials, they will be from uh, your point of view telling yeah. me about them. Which, by the way, oh, I, I wanted to say this, too, because I felt, I felt bad a little bit for being so 
negative during the Marvel one. Because, you know, I said, what is the one that um, would make me... If there's anyone that I would think about seeing. Yeah. I would say, I don't think I will, but if there was one to make me, maybe it would be Thor. Okay. But I, I do have the... I'm wondering... <laughs> if if we, if we are going to do that for the future of Marvel movies... Yeah. What if we did that with Crisis? <laughs> oh. Um, the... The, are you mean that I just literally saw it? Or, and no, I you, would see it. I was it. like, of course you're going to see yes, it. Yes, I've no, seen it. That you see it and it's a special where I haven't seen it. Where I'm telling you, yeah. glorious, I think hopefully the gloriousness of Crisis on Infinite Earths. Yeah, that's a perfect trade-off, a perfect <laughs> balance of the force of yes. where I will uh, have specials where I am just saying like, and this is what they did to this character. <laughs> and then uh, you are having hopefully positive specials uh, the other way around. Definitely. <laughs> right, that's a fair trade-off. Yes. Uh, normally I wouldn't do it, but um, like a crisis on it, this crisis is like nothing we've ever seen before. Yeah, and it really is. I doubt we'll ever see something like this again. It sounds like a lot. Yeah. So here's my question for you. Now you you are not gonna watch Crisis probably. I mean, it seems like <laughs> I have too much to catch up on. Yes, even and hope. maybe Crisis is not the best place to start. Probably not. <laughs> but. If you had your choice, which previous character from the DC, or it could be past or current, would you want to appear in the Crisis? Hmm. A ver any yeah. version of any DC character. So, um, I interesting. Um. Mr. Freeze. Mr. Freeze. <laughs> um, gosh. I mean, we already talked about... Uh, did we already talk about... No, we were just talking about how Kevin Conroy would be most similar to Michael Keaton. Almost with almost with Kevin Conroy being there, I would, it's almost harder for me to say I would want a, like a Michael Keaton Batman because, I mean, that's such a good get as is. Mm -hmm. Um. Uh, it, it would be cool. Uh, maybe if you kind of like uh, hear a Joker laugh and it's Mark Hamill off screen. <laughs> maybe it would. Uh, <laughs> um. Uh, previous. Trying to think of a uh, other DC things besides Batman, or <laughs> not? I mean, not that I can't think of other, but like things I've seen. Uh, uh, could there be a DCEU that I'm interested in? Probably not. Sure. Uh, <laughs> but I probably don't care that much. <laughs> um, I don't know. Maybe it would be funny to, or, or interesting to see like a Gal Gadot Wonder Woman or <laughs> something. Yeah. Um, my only other thoughts would be like past villains. Like I said, Mr. Freeze is a joke. But like a villain, like like Jack Nicholson as Joker or something. <laughs> There's too many good options. It's just anything I liked seems like a really good option, but I don't know what would fit in the best. Not knowing the storyline, but like I said, multiverse stuff, anything. Um, but yeah, I think it. 
any of those. I think that, um, I think it would be coolest to see, um, maybe a, a villain, like I said, uh, come through like a different version of a villain. Cause we talked about all these different versions of heroes that are going to be in it. So, uh, something like that, like a, like a Mr. Freeze <laughs> would be probably the coolest to me. So, before the Kevin Conroy news, I would probably have said Michael Keaton. Yeah, but I'm just like, well, what kind of getting something like that? That's kind of that. That was where that, that's what sent me off on not knowing what to say because I wanted to say Michael Keaton. So, I can only say, just like, if I could, like, snap my fingers and have it happen. You know, we talked about a lot in here. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go with Tom Welling Superman. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that would be the best thing, and you know. I, it's not the most impossible thing. It's not. So, um, hypothetically, let's say Crisis was happening both Marvel characters. Mm -hmm. Is there a version that you would want to show up? Let's say Crisis is happening both with the MCU. Got it. Got it. Is there an, a previous version of a Marvel character you'd want to have show up? I would want the animated... Peter B. Parker. <laughs> I would just. I mean, want... You could just do Jake Johnson, right? Oh yeah. He, I mean, that, he would that would be an awesome way. It'd be sort of similar, like to like Kevin Conroy. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted... <laughs> wow. I landed. I very. I'm confident in that yes. answer. Actually. <laughs> yes. Um, that'd be an awesome way for to uh, bring something else, <laughs> Sony, into the MCU. Yes. So I was gonna say Tobey Maguire, but I like your Jake Johnson, <laughs> Peter B. Parker yeah. idea. Yeah, no, that's awesome. I mean, like he looks like he could be Peter Parker. Too. Yeah, yeah. That you know, work. I was thinking recently because you know a lot of people debate what is the best Spider-Man movie? Is it Spider-Man Two or Spider-Man to the Spider-Verse? I was thinking, you know, I think overall as a movie and a story, Spider-Man Two is the best Spider-Man movie. But, I think that Jake Johnson's Peter B. Parker is the best version of Spider-Man that we've seen wow. on screen. That's that's big That's big stuff. I, I can definitely say that I, I think I am starting to think the end of the Spider-Verse is my favorite Spider-Man movie. Like, uh, I... Uh, it's, it has the most rewatchability to me. And uh, I just... Yeah, I just... It seems almost flawless to me from the last time I watched it. <clears throat> you know what is flawed, though? What? The extended cut. Oh, did it, did it not add much? Oh, I hate the extended cut so much. Oh, no. <laughs> you know why? Why? Because in animation, extended cuts are 30 minutes of storyboards. Oh yeah, <laughs> and honestly, a lot of the changes, I was just like, "Oh, thank God!" <laughs> yeah, that um, we got the movie we ended up with. Yeah, because a lot of the finished anim, a lot of like the stuff that they started animating, was stuff that was just alternate scenes of what you saw. Like yeah, the um, Peter telling Miles it's a leap of faith is um is in the extended cut is done hanging on a sign oh. and it's less emotional and yeah <laughs> yeah 
So, yeah, the extended universe, the uh, extended version of Into the Spider Verse, not the best. Yeah, well, I think the <laughs> thing with animated movies is you kind of have to commit when you're like doing all this animating to like the best story that you've come up with. So, um, yeah. I was going to say, I don't want to, because we're coming to the end of this episode, I don't want to start a whole thing about this. Yeah. But there was a movie that came out this year that I was looking forward to Mm -hmm. that I really didn't like. And I can, looking, I rewatched Spider-Verse, I'm just, you know what, this movie, which was animated, is the anti-Spider-Verse. Where Spider-Verse succeeds, (laughs) this movie fails. Really? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I do know what you're talking about, but do yeah, you? I think I I think so. But uh, yeah, I uh, yeah, we'll have to maybe get into that in future in future comment sections. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's a balance, right? It's the balance of the so. universe, I guess. Is it worth it? Or, <laughs> is what is what something is if you you get uh, into the Spider Verse? Was it worth it, trading this other thing? Yeah. Wow, it's that close. Okay. (laughs) I'll I'll just say this. Just say what movie you think I'm thinking of. Animated that you didn't... I think Toy Story 4. Oh, I hated Toy Story 4. Is that what it was? Yes. Okay. I hate Toy Story 4 Dark Knight Rises level. I hate that movie so much. Wow. It is a disgrace to the the, Toy Story franchise. That'll be episode 100. No. (laughs) No. Uh... (laughs) Which almost can be what we get into here soon, but uh, yes, yeah. but um, we'll save I, that. Where was I going with this? Uh, it's the oh, anti. It's the anti- uh, yes, it's the an- it is the anti Spider-Man to the Spider Verse. Uh, just that it, in the ways it does things like, wrong versus they right. They have like certain similar goals. I gotcha. And Spider Verse does it one way. And succeeds. Toy Story Four does it the opposite and fails spectacularly. Spectacular. Yes. Wow. Uh, it is really the opposite. Yes. No. Uh, I have yet to see it. And you know the thing is, I was Lucky. looking. I was looking forward to it so much. And <laughs> the thing is, I'm worried I'm gonna like it, and then I'm gonna have to justify it. <laughs> because, like, like I said, my my soul is just what critics say, and it has good reviews. I'll- I'll just well for now. Remember, Dark Knight Rises when it came out had good reviews. Yeah, but I'll just say this: for Toy Story, you can watch one, two, and three. You can watch one, two, four, maybe. Watching them together doesn't work. Toy Story four retcons number three. That's weird. There is something That's weird about Toy Story three that is retconned. Okay. And in a way, if you include four in like viewing it, it ruins the third one. Hmm. Well, I am planning on rewatching all of them before seeing the fourth one, so I'll I'll have it right in tune what that might be. Now you haven't seen the Halloween special. No. See, when you get done watching that piece of crap, <laughs> you can go and see what's what they're supposed to, what's supposed to be. Yeah. Um, I'll do that. And, uh, well, first, I, I, I think it's a good transition into the fact that, like, what we're gonna do for episode 50 is, I thought, I, I thought something was fine when it came out, and then, (laughs) 
I've in the coming years have come to see that it might actually suck <laughs> and I need to re-experience that. Yes. First I do want to this quick bit of news just cuz I mentioned it I want to get through with it cuz it's very small. It didn't isn't something cuz we're done now with talking about Comic-Con yes. but there is something that came out today that it almost felt like an August 9th April Fools prank. Oh really? Uh good just cuz it's so weird. It's not like I don't I don't want to like hate on it too much. Like that's not my point here. It's just that it looks so I can't believe that it's real and I just I'm so glad we're not ending our Comic-Con talking about how much I dislike Toy Story 4. That's exactly why I think it's it's good to wrap up. Um, so this is a thing that apparently is going to exist that's very weird. It's called Star Wars Rollout. And if you haven't heard about it yet, uh, basically this sounds like the crux. In the writer's room, yes. they're like, people like BB-8, right? Oh, yes. Make everything BB-8. And <laughs> for some reason... Everything's BB-8. Star Wars Kids, this is real. Yeah, no, this is real. Every <laughs> every single character in Star Wars Rollout is shaped like BB-8. Including the Porgs. This must be for really, really little kids, because, like, do what, do they talk? I don't even know. <laughs> it's just... Wow. I'm not like insulting it. It's just it's, wow. it's like it's like an actual YouTube series. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so uh, you got Ray and Finn, and even the Porgs, and they're uh, the Porgs kind of just were shaped like yes. Porgs, I guess. But their whole bodies are scrunched into BB-8 shape. Yes. Roll out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I did remember something I wanted to mention about Toy Story Four. An optimistic thing. In okay. Life. Optimistic's good. Yes, because I like to think once again. But the universe tries to balance itself out. Yeah. You know, Toy Story 4, I think, is a disgrace to the franchise. And it, it's... It's very rare for me to give a score to a movie where um, the score is zero. <laughs> and because, you know, normally, like, a bad movie will get a one. Yeah. But a movie that has an ulterior motive gets a zero. I got you. And it was clearly just a movie set used to set up this forky TV show. Yeah. That they're having. I'll just say this, because I like to think the universe is balanced. Hopefully that crappy forky show gets canceled. If somehow we were to get a regular Toy Story TV show, like on Disney XD, yeah. that ignored Toy Story 4, so we don't have to waste time, retconning all of their uh, crappiness that they've done then it would be a fair trade yeah if we get a proper a show. Toy Story 4 Avengers of Woody Buzz uh, Jesse Potato Head mm -hmm. all of them um, maybe even do it between 2 and 3 for all I care yeah like set it at a different time yeah or you know do it after 3 or you know retcon <laughs> <laughs> It was all uh, someone's imagination, but yeah, I just think if they, if somehow we were to get a Toy Story TV show, like how there's yeah. the Tangled TV show, mm -hmm. or how there was the Aladdin TV show, which yeah. I hope with the movie coming out on Blu-ray soon, I hope somehow they'll release the TV show on iTunes. Yeah, along with Timon and Pumbaa. Uh, somehow, if we got this TV show. 
26 episodes, it would be worth the trade. Yeah, that could be good. Um, what I wonder then how, what you think, because personally I think this is the right move and I'm super excited that it looks like Pixar is going away from sequels for a while. They're just doing new, original, uh, like... I think one one has been announced, right? I can't even remember what it is right now. But it it's from what I heard, they're going to uh, be doing new IPs for a while. Like the next few movies planned are new things and not just like sequels. Um, so it's not like it's Cars Four and then yeah. Monsters Three or whatever. Um, uh, which to me that's exciting because. I don't think Pixar necessarily needs to be a sequel machine because they have a lot of good original ideas. But um, I don't know. They said also Toy Story 3 was going to be the last one. Yeah, I thought so too. I, and you just watch 4 and you're just like, okay, this is clearly just a set for a sequel. Like, they say there's not going to be a, a number 5, but there will be. I mean, I can see that, but... Uh, like, don't believe anything about how they're saying... You know, Toy Story Four is the end. That's a lie. I didn't necessarily it's not hear. True. I didn't necessarily. I didn't necessarily hear that Toy Story Four was the end. In fact, I they, kind of they're assumed... saying it's the end. Oh, I'm okay. telling you, that's bullcrap. It's a lie. Yeah, I would. I would guess so. Um, I just on. I just had also heard that that uh, f- there are a few planned that are not sequels to anything. I, I can't believe it. I just read what the synopsis of the next one is, and I can't remember what it is. Oh, yeah, I saw the trailer for that before one of the movies. Did, have you seen the trailer? Oh, I didn't know there was a trailer. <laughs> it looks kind of throwaway. Oh, really? Like a good dinosaur or something? Yeah, I don't Did you want to see the trailer? I guess I haven't seen it, so I guess I'll... Right. Oh, actually, no, Soul is the one that I read the synopsis oh, of. Oh, um, no, it's the other one. Okay, so you saw Onward. I, I read yeah. about Soul, which, um, yeah, it's some kind of esoteric thing that almost makes it sound like it's like it, inside out. Soul out-ish. sounds better. Look, sounds good, better than what we've seen yeah, Onward. Soul uh, looked. Soul sounded very good to me. I, I actually didn't know this existed and didn't know there was a trailer. It looks um, pretty throwaway. Because from what I see of the screenshot, it looks a little more. It, like a like a DreamWorks movie or something. Yeah. Oh right, this is the one with Tom Holland in it. Uh, and, uh, okay. Got whoever Star Lord, Chris Pratt. Yeah. I heard about them being in a Pixar movie, but I didn't know anything else about it. I guess it looks kind of throwaway. There, I I don't necessarily think there's quite enough for me to think too much, but um. I do. Maybe it's just a bad first trailer. Yeah, it could, I hope so because I feel like there are. Did, did, do you remember when the release date was? It's 2019, right? It said 2020. Oh. Um, but uh, I didn't. It it's on here. It yeah, it said 2020 in the trailer too. March 6, 2020. Oh, okay. Uh, t- I feel like with Pixar movies, like this sounds almost weird to say because you could just say this about any movies, but like. I feel like there's a category of, like, I just ignore it. Then there's a category of, like, it's fine, but I don't, like, it doesn't feel like it has, like, the Pixar polish, where that last quarter category, which is, like, what I think of as Pixar, which is, like, 
top tier animated movies just from the, the the writing the like plot the animation itself are just like gold standard animation which is why i love them and the vast majority of their movies are in that category to me but then like i guess i'd say like i don't know monsters university i think is a is good but it doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like that ascended level it of animation feels like like a direct to be the sequel or something. yeah and that's kind of what this looked like to me yeah i thought it looked like it might be good it just did nothing about it said pixar gold standard to me um but yeah it's just a trailer so now you talked about how you like wreck it ralph have you ever seen the second one i did pretty recently oh i've been thinking about like i, I want to watch the second wreck it ralph yeah but I don't really care about the first one. Oh, maybe I should, but you, you know, I know you, the other one has a bunch of crossovers. There is a lot of references to the first one in the second one. Is it necessary? Uh, I don't think it's totally necessary. I think you would kind of get the idea, like you'd be like, okay, that character is clearly in the last one. Oh, because okay. <laughs> is the second one good? I thought it was pretty good. I like it has it's it has. It's pretty funny commentary on, like, internet culture and stuff. Um, Isn't, like, Buzz Lightyear and Iron Man in it? Yeah, Buzz Lightyear's in it. Um, is it I, I don't remember It has Iron the crossover with all the princesses, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. For some reason, even when I was seeing the trailers, I kept thinking, like, something told me it was supposed to be bad, but it just didn't seem that bad. <laughs> and then I kind of felt the same thing as I, when I saw it, where it was just, like, it's actually kind of funny but uh yeah uh it's been a while since i've seen the first one but i do kind of think i might like the first one better but for people who really like more of the disney and internet i feel like the second one more people would get in a way because i mean video games are i mean obviously they're very popular but like the first one referenced mostly like old video games and stuff um yeah. yeah, does it have like a lot of crossovers in the video game? Yeah, like, is it the Who Framed Roger Rabbit of but for the video game? Yeah, basically, it has like really, it has like a uh, Zangief from Street Fighter it has Sonic in it, um, uh, and people <laughs> a better <laughs> a better Sonic design than oh, the current. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's been a while since I've seen it though. Hey, do we want to wrap this up with a comedy story? I just remembered a really crappy show oh, yeah, sh- I saw. Sure. Let's... You're going to have to go to Wikipedia to help me jog my memory. Okay. I think it's The Dead Don't Die. Horror comedy film? That's it. That's it. That's okay. it. It looks like. Oh my God, dry. it came out so we could see the Rotten Tomatoes. I don't know. It looks like one of those movies that plays on like TBS at 3 in the morning. Well, it looked like. It was, um, <laughs> 54. It was hard to tell from the trailer to me, but it I can't say it, like it looked awful from the trailer to me. It just because uh, I thought I like dry humor and the delivery seemed very dry. It just kind of seems like um, if you're going to watch a horror comedy z- zombie movie that you should just watch Zombieland. <laughs> um but what what an amazing cast for a movie that got fifty four percent. I know that's a lot. Like this is I, I this cast kind of blew me away actually. <laughs> and it's, just it's like um they're all friends with uh, who was the director? Um, Jim, Char. I don't know. Uh, I don't know any of those movies that he's directed. 
I don't recognize a single movie. I was gonna say it looks like someone from like they're making their first movie and they're like all friends with him or something. Oh yeah, like they all know. Uh, Come on, Jim, you try your best. Yeah. We're gonna help you out, man. We believe in you. Like I'm, I'm a fan of like sort of like I, I'm really a fan of movies where it's just like friends got together and made a stupid comedy movie or something that's basically what what we do in the shadows is it's like a weird horror movie that basically apparently they literally just invited people over and who got who the friends who got there were in the movie that's like awesome. <laughs> like and they just hung out and made this vampire movie uh that one turned out uh particularly good uh and i guess is also a horror comedy but um did you ever hear about what Zack snyder did uh, for for what? It was, like, uh, after Justice League, he, like, I think he had, like, some of his friends, like, one of them was Jeffrey D. Morgan, like, I'm not sure, maybe that was, I'm pretty sure it was him, but they, like, just for fun, just made a movie of one on, like, his iPhone and just became, like, a short film he posted somewhere. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. Like, he made it with his iPhone, too. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It's it would it would look better than some old movies, I guess. I know. You know what? When back when we had our video thing, which I would like to try to get yeah. back to someday, but yeah, man, the old video camera does not work well in the new iMovie. Yeah, it, it crashes all the time. Maybe you could get there are tripods for a phone where you just I know throw a phone. I up. want you could try I want to try and get a tripod because yeah. I would like my look. It would probably look good. It would look. I know this looks better than the. uh actual thing yeah and i have a flash drive too because i don't like plugging my phone into my computer yeah i've downloaded like a bunch of apps and i don't want to put them on a computer to take up space yeah but yeah there yeah so there's some rabbit hole here that i let's i have no idea how how much of this is going to make it because it kind of derailed but um it did we, we got there at the end guys yeah um but how about this let's just tease what's going to happen in the next episode oh, the big because, 50 because this is here is episode 49 and we've been talking i don't know how much of it actually made it uh in the episodes but we've talked a lot off mike and teased it a bit on mike that we're gonna do a big special uh comment section uh episode 50 bonanza where we're going to we're gonna do the unthinkable and a movie that you've talked about again and again as being like the biggest disgrace (laughs) to your favorite character the dark knight rises i haven't seen it since 2012 when it came out you lucky (laughs) and i barely remember it except that I just I didn't have much of an opinion on it and I just know that you absolutely hate it and so <laughs> remember we, our first conversation that was over yeah, Facebook yeah <laughs> where uh, you're just basically saying that it was uh, just a disgrace and I was okay um, yeah, I'll find sorry, out sorry I, I mentioned it <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah we're going to just sit down uh, grab a couple of microphones and just watch The Dark Knight Rises. Yes. Live you know, commentary. Yes. You know what the nice thing is? Since it's no longer the newest Batman movie, we can make fun of it yeah. and be like, well, we got some new ones. Yeah, you don't have to feel bad. <laughs> yes. So uh, <laughs> there are things I look back on that movie and think like, wow, it might have sucked. 
Uh, but I don't remember it that well, so I'm going to see it for the first time. You've seen some clips on this show. <laughs> yeah, no, and that was part of what, that's kind of what sparked this idea, I think, <laughs> where I was just like, wow, I don't remember it being that bad. <laughs> Let's watch it again to find out. So, episode 50 for uh, the celebration of a big milestone, episode 50. Oh, do you remember um, the two really cheesy moments? Do you remember where Bane pulls the guy's hair? And the guy screams. Was that? I, I kind of remember that, actually. Bane just yanks his hair like he's in elementary school. Ah! And do you remember where there was that guy, Folly, or whatever his name was? He was from the No Man's Land storyline. Mm, I don't know. He was like some stupid cop or something. Yeah. And, um, God, there was something really dumb about the, the bomb storyline. Something about how don't do anything or Bane will set off the bomb. What was up with how, like, it took, like, 90 days or something for the bomb to finally go off? They set the timer really far off. We'll we'll get into it more. Well, there was no timer. It was Uh, you take it out, and then it could become a... Oh, yeah, you're right. We're going to have to see it again, which we're going to. But do you remember where Folly is, like, um, he doesn't want to be a cop or something. He just wants to hide in his house safe from what he thinks will be the atomic blast. Um, do you remember where he dies and you s- the, zooms in on his dead body and he's smiling because he, he he's like, I died a hero. I don't remember that at all. <laughs> you don't remember that? No. Did you want to bring it up real quick? We're going to see. We don't want to spoil yeah, it. Right. I did spoil it. <laughs> we got to watch. I, I need to see it. I want to see it with as fresh eyes as possible yes. when we see oh. it on episode 50. Oh, um, man. With such classic lines like, um. Or it set you up with a chimpanzee that brought you back to the world. <laughs> you know what? Oh, my God. You know, if you can talk about, you know, um, the sand is rough. But, my God, I'll set you up with a chimpanzee that brought you back to the world. I get <laughs> oh, man. Uh, man. You know what? Bruce Wayne in that movie acts like a 14-year-old little brat. Yeah. You know, we had a show where Bruce Wayne was 14, and he never acted like that. Yeah. There was an episode of Gotham where it's like the complete opposite of the way Alfred <laughs> acts <laughs> in uh, yeah. Rises. Do I'm you remember s- how much of an a-hole Alfred was? I mean, that's I haven't <laughs> seen it since... I haven't seen it in uh, seven years. Yeah. He's just um, like, I'm leaving. I'm leaving. He stopped. I'm leaving. He's like, Okay, and like Bruce calls his bluff and loses. Yeah, because he's just like I'm, I'm leaving, and Bruce goes away. Yeah. Then there's a knock on the door, and he goes, "Alfred." <laughs> and <he's> like, oh, <laughs> um, I guess he was gone. <laughs> he wasn't joking. <laughs> I, I, part of me thinks it would be funny to to try and like I I think I want to try and watch The Dark Knight like the day before we watch <laughs> try it. To get the <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just see what leads up see what it's leading to there's a i don't know if i'm the only one who sees it there's like a really weird jump cut in the movie really it's like there's a scene where batman is fighting alongside catwoman on the roof and there's this weird jump cut where he kicks a villain and he goes to catwoman to get a gun out of her hand and like there's like a weird jump cut where there's like a second missing Really? Maybe yeah. I'm the only one who. Maybe it's just I'm seeing that I'm missing something, but I feel like it's yeah. a jump cut. Yeah, maybe it could be a weird, a weird bad edit. 
but yeah so we're really gonna have to when we're watching it and i'm experiencing it again for the first time in seven years we're really gonna have to have a live commentary of just like oh and this is about to happen <laughs> um and we're gonna have to find some way to hopefully have lively commentary uh, and one of the worst what's deaths happening. ever in a superhero movie yeah my father's work is done <laughs> 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 oh, I, I can't wait. It's going to be like a new experience for me. Yeah, oh, it will. Okay. Did you ever buy it on Blu-ray? or? Oh, no. I haven't seen it since no? the theater. You were just like, I only need to see it once and I'm done. I, I didn't I didn't care. <laughs> <laughs> but do you own the other two? I think so. Yeah, yeah. No, I do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it says a lot. I, I didn't even know it said anything, but I guess it does. <laughs> um, yeah. Do you own Homecoming? No. No? No. How'd you watch it then? Uh, I think I just rented it oh. or something. I mean, it, it had been out for a few months, uh, I think, so. Did you uh, ever, did you buy Spider-Verse? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got it. <laughs> it happens so often that I buy something right before it comes on Netflix, though. Oh, I well. bought Thor Ragnarok and then it came on Netflix like a few weeks after. And well, then, it's gonna be leaving soon. Yeah, it's good to have. Did you hear what the Marvel lineup is for Disney Plus when it launches? No. It's gonna be Iron Man. Oh, one I Iron Man three, Thor: The Dark World, and Captain Marvel. Wow, what a crappy lineup. <laughs> um, one three. Th- that's a weird choice. A weird selection. <laughs> I, like, why would you start with? Why would? Like I think Dark World's okay, but a lot of people that like that's the worst Ray one, right? And a lot of people hate Iron Man three too. So yeah, <laughs> they kind of pick two of the most disliked. Like ones. I don't think Civil War's on Netflix anymore. Why wouldn't yeah. they just? You'd think they would have some pull. Like Iron Man one makes sense. That's a pull to get people to to watch. But you, they should have, they should have like all the first ones or something. Like, yes. Um. Like Phase one. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Iron Man through the first Avengers. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, I guess here we are at the end, and uh, yes, the end is, and now the end is here. Yeah. So I face the final curtain, like <laughs> Frank said. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I can't believe we made it this far. I guess we thought we'd both be dead and recast, yes. but we're going to, uh, fingers crossed, make it to episode fifty. Yes, one can only hope. Yeah. Although, we'll be watching and dreading it. <laughs> so, if you ever see us again, it'll be while we're uh, possibly having a bad time. Yeah. But hopefully, knowing that there are other good Batman movies, having a good time. I know. I'm going to be excited yeah. to just mock it, tear no, it apart. I'm really excited. Uh, Look how cheap the suit is. He's turning. It's like <laughs> going like it's folding or something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, with that, there have been many rabbit holes and many episodes and uh, we got through all of our news about Comic-Con. Yes, all about the crisis, too. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot to talk about, despite thinking there wasn't going to be a lot to talk about. I know. As is the way. That's what happens when you... Because that's what the show is. Yes. It's uh, talking a lot about stuff that... So many rabbit holes. They're like um, little things of quicksand, right? Yeah. You step in, you think you'll be fine, but then you're pulled in. Yeah. You're just like, am I going mm-hmm. to escape? But no, you're being sucked in. Yeah. And you're just like, where's my oxygen? And then, uh, you, as you probably have with these four episode series, uh, probably have suffocated down the rabbit hole. <laughs> no, it's like four, four hours and forty one minutes. Yeah, uh, and 
if you stuck through, you deserve an award. I know. You know who deserves an award? Our throats. Yeah, so definitely. They're, they're giving out. So now. why don't we let our throats give out and see you all out? It's okay, throat. You did good. You can rest now. You did good. Goodbye. And as always, always forever, maybe sometimes bring a parachute yeah. with you, mm-hmm. but always like check to make sure you can handle that drop. Yeah, because it's a ways down. Yes. Down the rabbit hole.